Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Ray Hill led a quintessentially rich life. He was a Baptist evangelist. He helped organize the first gay march on Washington. He established a hospice center for AIDS patients. He hosted a radio call-in show for prison inmates. He lost his left leg. He was, in the words of many, an absolutely colossal character in the colossal state of Texas. Oh, did I mention he was also a convicted cat burglar? We might as well just go back to the beginning. Raymond Wayne Hill was born in Houston on October 13, 1940. He was ambitious from the very moment he entered the world. He once told the Houston Chronicle, I was born to rub the cat hair the wrong direction. His parents were labor activists. His mother organized nurses for the Teamsters, and his father organized shipyard workers for the AFL-CIO. He was also gay. When he came out in high school, his mother was relieved. In later life, Hill recalled her saying, Well, we noticed you dress up more than the other boys in the neighborhood, and we thought you were trying to pretend to be wealthier than we are. And we were afraid you might grow up to be a Republican. So, if you're gay, we can handle that. Hill became an evangelist traveling the countryside until, at the age of 17, he quit. He decided it was dishonest work and said he gave it up to take on a more honest profession. He became a burglar. After serving a four-year stint in prison, Hill was released in 1975 for good behavior, leading him to embark on a four-decade career as an activist and rabble-rouser or in his words, a journeyman quality hellraiser. In the late 1970s, Hill developed a friendship with Harvey Milk, the San Francisco gay rights activist and city supervisor. They partnered to organize the 1979 National March on Washington for lesbian and gay rights. In 1987, Hill successfully took the city of Houston to the United States Supreme Court, where he won the right to interrupt police officers on First Amendment grounds. He was arrested five years earlier for shouting, why don't you pick on someone your own size, while cops confronted his friend, according to The New Yorker. When Hill was described in the court's decision as a citizen provocateur, he adopted the description as a formal title and had it printed on business cards. Oh, he did have a day job as a radio broadcaster at KPFT-FM, a Pacifica radio station he co-founded in Houston. He served as a station manager and started a program on LGBTQ issues. When he received the occasional death threat from anti-gay listeners, he replied by giving callers directions to the station. In 1980, he created The Prison Show, 
which featured muckracking reporting on the Texas prison system, as well as a novel call-in segment where loved ones updated inmates with holiday greetings or family news, including the scores of children's soccer games and birth or death announcements. There was more, of course, but we're running out of time. As for Hill, time ran out on his provocations in November 2018, when he died at age 78. He needed help to get into a wheelchair. He didn't like that, so he stopped taking his heart medication. It was a life well lived, rich. When you die, he once told the Houston Chronicle, they're not gonna gather around your coffin and talk about what wonderful things you did for yourself. I'm just trying to give them something to talk about. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Harrison Smith, who reported this story for the Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. Hi, I'm Martine Powers, host of Post Reports, a new daily podcast from The Washington Post, with the news, insights, and storytelling that you've come to expect from our newsroom. Check it out now at WashingtonPost.com slash Post Reports.